Hey guys, welcome back to Midnight Haze. Tonight, I just wanted to talk about my life experiences as a child and teenager and how I felt during those times and how they have made me parent the way that I do. I think in some way we're all trying to break a generational curse or break a cycle of any sort. It may be the cycle of body image issues and trying to teach your kids that everybody looks different and their bodies are different and that's okay and we will love ourselves and we will love others regardless of how they look. Maybe it's the cycle of yelling and wanting to be calm and not yell. Maybe it's just wanting to be present for your kids. Regardless of what it may be, I think at the end of the day, we're breaking cycles and we're in this era of breaking cycles. And I love that for us. Looking back, the way that my parents did things and how they talked to me or treated me or the punishments that they came up with. They really just shaped me into the parent that I am because of it. And I just want my kids to know that I love them, not despite of how they are. I just love them regardless. I re love them regardless of any little mistakes. I love them regardless of any errors. I love them regardless of anything that they could ever do. I just love them unconditionally. And I don't want them to ever feel belittled or degraded whenever they're in trouble. I don't want them to feel like they have to hide things from me. I don't want them to feel as though I never wanted them. I remember so many times throughout my childhood I felt just unwanted, misplaced, unwanted, unloved. And a good majority of the time, my mom would just belittle and degrade me over little things. And I don't want my kids to ever feel that way. I don't want them to spill a cup of water and me be like, are you stupid? Why would you do that? Like, I remember... One time, my mom had a boyfriend who was jumping on the car, and he was punching the windshield, and they were arguing. And I was just probably like 9 or 10, and I was scared. And I screamed when he punched the windshield, and my mom just turned over to me and smacked me in the mouth as hard as she could, and blood just started pouring down my chin. She literally busted my lip and looked at me and said, You don't scream like that. And I just remember I stopped crying and I grabbed my mouth and seen the blood and I was just in shock. And I don't remember anything after that, but I think that that's just our brain's way of building a defense mechanism so we block out a good majority of the bad memories as a way to protect us. And so my brain's done that quite a lot because I don't ever remember hardly anything. I remember all the traumatic stuff, but I don't remember every detail of 
what evolved after that. I remember the traumatic moment and nothing else thereafter. So when my kids are running around the house and they're screaming and they're yelling or they're shrieking and making all these weird noises, I don't know what it is these days, but these seven to eight-year-olds, first, second, third, fourth grade, they're just making the weirdest noises. And I'll tell my son, please stop, please stop. And I always go back to that moment where I screamed and my mom smacked me in the mouth. And I look at my kid just making these noises and I'm asking him to stop and I'm being nice. And I'm like, I could never imagine just smacking my kid in the mouth because he made a noise. It just, and I think that it's just because of the trauma and because how I felt in that moment, but also just because I love him so much, I would never want to hurt him. Even whenever he's screaming after I stopped and he's doing it on purpose and I am so annoyed and I'm like, I know you're just trying to make me mad. I will be like, okay, we're done with this. You can go to your room and I'm walking away now because I'm getting angry. And usually after that, he knows I'm serious and he'll stop. But I just couldn't imagine hitting him because of it. And... I think that maybe that's growth. I don't know. Maybe that's gentle parenting. And some people may be like, oh, you should just whoop his ass. But I just don't agree with that. I don't agree with hitting my kids. And while I'm not judging others who do, that's just simply not how my brain works and not something that I'm willing to even consider. I feel like kids are so much smarter than we give them credit for. Looking back, I'm like, man, I was seven to six, seven years old, kicking people out of my house for doing meth, and I didn't even know what it was. And, but I I knew that it was wrong. And nobody had ever told me, hey, be on the lookout for this. I just knew that it didn't feel right and that it was wrong. And so... I think of that with my kids, they're just, they're smarter, they know. And I can have conversations with them and explain to them, hey, whenever you do this, it really makes me upset. And while that's my emotion to control, it's your responsibility to acknowledge when you're hurting somebody else's feelings or whenever you're doing something that's upsetting others. and. You don't have to get mad or angry about it, but you should at least acknowledge the other person's feelings. And my oldest is really good about, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to upset you, or I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, or I didn't mean to get on your nerves, you know. I I sh probably shouldn't have been screaming for the past 10 minutes and making all these random noises. And he'll apologize and he'll go on about his time and then 20, 30 minutes later he's doing it again. But by this time, I've already calmed down and we've already had a conversation. So all I have to do is go in there and say, hey, you're doing it again. And he'll say, oh, sorry. And I think it's just a habit for these kids at this point. They're bored or, you know, he's running around his room or playing games and he'll just do it. Or he's helping me clean up the house and he'll make these weird little noises trying to be funny. And that's just part of being a kid.
so I don't feel like it deserves a smack in the mouth or a spanking or anything like that. I feel like I can just have a conversation with him and he's like, ah, I gotcha. All right, that's fine. Now my youngest, who is four, he's like a little bit harder to communicate with because he has a speech delay and he stutters. So by the time that I'm explaining, hey, we can't yell, we have to use inside voices, what are we gonna do instead of yelling? And He'll start talking about something and then he'll start stuttering and he'll get frustrated that I'm not understanding him or we just aren't coming to an agreement in the communication and he'll eventually just walk away. And that kind of sucks because I want him to kind of learn those skills and eventually he will. But I just feel bad that in those moments he sometimes, not always, but sometimes he will feel as though he wasn't understood and he wasn't heard. And so that's kind of hard. And just one of the difficult parts about parenting, I feel. And parenting, I don't feel is difficult. I absolutely love it. I can hang out with my kids and really enjoy them and I think that the only difficult part about parenting is whenever they're sick and you can't help them feel any better and when you're trying to communicate with them and they just don't understand why you don't understand how they're feeling and you're trying to figure it out and you're trying to sort it out and you're just not understanding each other's language and that kind of sucks it's like kind of like whenever you have a newborn and you're trying to you know figure out why they're crying are they hungry are they tired are they just wanting held and it kind of feels like that but 10 times worse because now you know that they're trying to communicate how they're feeling with words and you're looking at them and having that conversation and they just feel like you don't understand them and I feel like that's rough. I also feel like most of my childhood is just and my teenage years have just led me to want to be that parent that my kids feel safe coming to and I want them to feel comfortable coming to me about anything. I don't want them to feel like if they did something wrong or they broke something, like they have to hide it from me or they have to lie um, or they're just in fear of telling me because they're scared of how I'm going to react. So I always try to remain calm whenever something happens. So if one of them spills something or they break something I try my hardest to just be like oh that's okay accidents happen and it's not about the mess or how we feel in the moment the mess happens but rather about how we react so are we just going to clean it up and move on with our day and have a good day or are we just going to let this ruin our entire day and 
clean it up and be angry and mad. Or we can just do it together and clean it up and go on and have a great day. And I feel like that has been a pivotal moment in parenting for me. They've really both responded well to, okay, well, accidents happen. If you help me clean it up, we can just go on and have a better day. But if I'm yelling at them, like, you need to pick this up and why do you dump out that water? Or why didn't you put the lid on your cup? This wouldn't have happened. If I'm just like, all right, accidents happen. Let's clean it up and move on. They seem to do that now. So if they spill something, they're like, ah, darn it. Let me clean that up. And they'll go get a wash rag and they'll wipe up the water. Or they'll come get me and be like, hey, there's a mess. I need help. And they feel comfortable doing that. And I'm so glad that they do because it leaves that door open for whenever they're teenagers or preteens and they get into a situation where they feel uncomfortable and they're like hey I can just call my mom because even though she may be upset she's gonna come help me and she's gonna probably remain calm about it and I say probably because I can't say how I'm gonna react in the future I think that I want to respond to every situation with my kids and be like ah oh, it's just an accident you made a mess like you did x y and z and i'm upset about it but i'm not gonna yell at you i'm gonna come get you out of this situation and then we're gonna talk about it and there will be consequences and i think that that's kind of where they draw the fine line between gentle parenting and you know all the older generations are like oh if you're gentle parenting your kids have no discipline they have no structure and i don't feel like that's true i feel like when, for me at least, I can only speak for myself, but I feel like when I'm trying to quote-unquote gentle parent, I feel like I'm doing it in a way where I'm explaining what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, but, and I also want to be empathetic, and I love you, and it's okay that this happened, but also you can't act this way, or you can't do this, and so therefore, you're grounded, or there's no TV time, or there's no game time, or you can't go stay with so-and-so this weekend, or so-and-so can't come over and play like we had planned, because there are consequences to action actions, and I think that kids understand that a lot more, as long as the punishment matches the crime, I guess you could say. Um, so if my kids spilt water because they didn't put their lid on the, their cup and I was upset about that, I don't really feel like that's a need for them, me to be like, oh, you can't have any water, um, because accidents do happen. But I've watched my four-year-old look me dead in the eyes deep into my soul and just turn a bottle of water upside down on my carpet and just smile at me while he did it. And so then I would say, okay, well, you can't have any more bottles of water. You can have a glass of water, and I will watch you take a drink, and then I will set it up on the counter where you can't reach it. And then if you want a drink, you can ask me for one. Like, I feel like that's a reasonable punishment for looking at me and dumping your water on my floor. And also, you have to clean it up. And sometimes there's times where I'll ask my kids to 
clean up the room or do something um, that I asked them to do. And they're just whining and complaining about it. And sometimes I get frustrated. I'm like, you can do that yourself. Like, you're four and almost eight. You can do it. But instead of being like, I know you can do it and you're going to do it and you're going to do what I say because I said so. Sometimes I just get down there and I help them. And then it doesn't lead into this big fight or argument or them crying and just being inconsolable about having to do something that they don't really want to do. Because sometimes I have to do things that I don't want to do and it's not fun. And it sucks. And so I want to teach them that, okay, well, we have to do it. And sometimes doing it together makes it go a little bit faster. And so I will help you. I mean, they're children. They aren't adults that are being told to do something. Their brains aren't fully developed. And so it does seem like a lot or it does seem overwhelming. And they feel like it's going to take them forever and they aren't going to get a, be able to get it done. And now I'm not saying every time I help them, but I am saying that Occasionally I do help them so that way we don't have to go into a fight. It just makes life so much easier and I have the five minutes to help them pick up. So it's not like it's that big of a deal. So they learn to help do it and they feel heard and understood in that moment and it gets done and everybody's happy and it only took like five minutes out of our day. So... I think that that's a win in my book. I'm not here to fight all these battles with my kids and really make them scared of me and they're going to listen to me every time because we as adults struggle. Like, we have bad days too. And I feel like kids are, aren't allowed to have bad days. When I was a kid and I had a bad day or I was just in a mood and I couldn't really express my feelings or how I was feeling, I would just kind of hide in my room and just not want to be around anybody and I don't want my kids to be like that I don't want them to hide away from me in their room because they're having a bad day I want them to feel comfortable coming out and be like man I had a really bad day I don't know why I'm feeling how I'm feeling but I'm just feeling kind of sad or kind of angry or just annoyed and frustrated with how my day went because I have those days. We all have those days. And why can't we give them a little bit of grace when sometimes all we as adults need is just a little bit of grace? So, I don't know. And maybe that is overboard on the whole parenting thing, but I really do try to gentle parent. And I just want my kids to to know how much I love them and how much they mean to me and I don't think that everything needs to be this big deal that everybody always makes it out to be. I think that if we can just get through the day and everything be simple and easy and we can all communicate then we're gonna have a lot better days and I want all the good days that I can get with my kids. I mean 18 years isn't a long time and almost eight years have flown by in the blink of an eye. I don't even know where it went. And you always hear people, you know, those older people at the store that are like, enjoy it. It goes by so fast. And I know it does. I'm living it. I'm watching it go by so fast. And I know that they mean it from a place of love and concern and they just want us to enjoy it because they're missing it themselves. Sometimes it's just like, man, I know. 
I know it's going fast and it sucks because after your kids are grown then you have to find out who you are and that's no fun I don't want to know who I am I'm a mom and that's my number one priority and it just makes me sad to think that they're growing up so fast and that it goes by so fast and so every day that I have in those 18 years I really just want to make them the best because we aren't always guaranteed 18 years and so I just feel like making a few more good days by losing a few battles isn't the worst thing that can happen in parenthood the worst thing that can happen in parenthood is giving your kids a childhood that they have to recover from and then wondering why when they're 25 they don't want to come home and they don't want to see you and they don't want to spend time with you they don't call you and I feel like that is the worst thing that could happen and I don't want that to happen so here I am just trying to show them a little bit of grace and a little bit of love and acknowledge when I make mistakes as a parent and when I hurt their feelings and when I do something wrong because I want them to know that when they become adults and they want to tell me hey whenever I was 12 and you said this to me like that really hurt my feelings and not only do I want them to be able to say that to me as an adult I want them to be able to say that to me as a 12 year old as an 8 year old as a 5 year old as a 4 year old I want them to be able to say hey what you're doing right now is hurting my feelings and I don't like it and then I can acknowledge like I didn't mean to hurt your feelings and I'm sorry that I did and I love you and I never want to make you feel that way so I feel like that's just kind of my parenting style and that's really all that I had to talk on today and then I think that Monday I'm probably going to talk about something new something a little more light-hearted something fun so I'm just going to talk about how I'm like a hippie at heart I'm talking like barefoot running around the house running around the yard with no shoes on no socks on getting in my garden eating tomatoes out of my garden maybe about the time that I grew pumpkins on the side of my house or the time that I grew sunflowers right by my garage and I'm deadly allergic to bees so that was kind of ironic but uh yeah just kind of about my heavy vibe and how I like all the natural weird stuff that people consider hippie shit I guess but that's me and that's who I am and who I want to be in the future as a hippie so anyways have a good night I'm going to bed because tomorrow is well today is Friday and I'm ready to get this work day over with and have a fun weekend with my kids so until next time clear the haze and manifest better days